on pin tab. Switch that to that one. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think we're probably just about ready to go, are we? Um, Bruce, I don't know. Should we do this? Have you done that reworking on that advert? I did actually. Um, see, see when you say um, to roughly half length, we'll just talk quicker. <laughs> um, yeah, you haven't redone any of this, have you? Yeah. Have you? Hmm. I've looked at it. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, chop. I'm just gonna chop bits out. Uh, fair enough. Please note this show is entirely sponsored by you, the listener. Without your kind donations, we simply could not produce this podcast. If you want to keep hearing more from us, please visit patreon.com forward slash brewdognews for a really cool way to help us. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number four of the Brewdog News Podcast. This has been recorded on the 2nd of June 2018. We're your fortnightly source for all the latest news, views, thoughts and reviews from the world of Brewdog and craft beer. This show is hosted by myself, Robert Cooper. And with me, Bruce Cameron. And our guest this week, the king of the dog tank, it's Andrew Watson. Hello everyone. Coming up on this week's show, we're going to be talking about the opening of Brewdog Angel in London, something new and different coming to Dublin, the nasty rumours surrounding Beavertown, football in Brewdog bars, all-you-can-eat chicken wings, what he's having a nightmare, and more. A huge shout-out to our new top-tier Patreon supporter, Innis Groves. Thank you, Innis. Standard disclaimer time, we are all shareholders in Brewdog PLC, but we do not work for or speak on behalf of Brewdog. So, without further ado, let's play some theme music! You can either sit on the sidelines and be passive, or you can take an active stand. It's amazing to be a part of something that's not just changing the face of beer, but business too. What I love most about your company is the passionate, talented, massively hardworking bunch of people that we have. James Watt, Martin Dickey, this is diabolical. Absolutely diabolical. Hi, hi, Blue Dog News Podcast. It's Blackie EFL Melbourne again. Gentlemen, here aye we aye. are. We finally, finally made it to get recording another show. It's been a while. Hey, Tyus, um we obviously do not have uh, Peter with us today. We have, because he's away, I think, at Fine Fest or something. Nah, he's in a ditch. We have the... Um, <laughs> we've, we've <laughs> yeah, pr- probably true. Uh, we have Andrew. Uh, Andrew, welcome to the show. What's your name? Tell people about yourself. Tell them all the stuff. Thank you very much for having me. So, uh, yeah, I'm Andrew. I'm based down in London, but uh, originally from Glasgow. I invested back in EFP3, actually, when uh, there was this very loud hold, blue label. Hold on, hold on a second. Yeah. So, Rob, I go. thought when you said there was someone from London coming on, I thought, finally, it's going to be two Englishmen, so I'm not being outnumbered, but you're actually from Glasgow. Well, yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm not much like Peter, so... Um... <laughs> No, no, this, no one's much like Peter. This is this is the balance um, that that you need just to have equal representation. <laughs> so uh, yeah, London based and uh, been to all the brew dog bars in London apart from Angel. Um, so that's the frustrating thing is you try and do the big smoke and then a new bar opens and it becomes even more difficult. Um, so yeah, been that, that, that's all the bars more than Europe. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, been invested for years, invested in each of the opportunities, USA as well, because who doesn't want an invite to a big party in America? And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, Working sales during the day, nothing to do with beer. Very uninteresting, but uh, that leaves the evenings and the weekends to enjoy the beer. Yeah, and so why is Cam nicknamed you King of the Dog Tank? What's that all about? So I think you guys talked about it in previous episodes, didn't you? The the Dog Tank initiative is, it happened last year and has been changed a bit for this year where any shareholder can send in an idea that is for the benefit of BrewDog, for its customers or for, for us as, as fellow shareholders. And um, mm-hmm. I think Cam's giving me a bit of a, a bit over publicity, I would say, based on the first <laughs> idea I submitted, which uh, he and a couple of the guys at BrewDog chose as the idea of the week for the first. Okay, what, what the was the week. idea? Uh, really simply, um, I know a lot of folk have frustrations when Brewdog asks us to go out and find bars and bar locations for them and offering this great bounty for finding a new location. And people like Digidog Daz did really well before they joined the business. He he found the Dundee bar back in the day. Oh, yeah. But there's a bit of frustration around 
where do these ideas go? You know, how can we know that they've been looked at, that they've been considered? Sure. And if they say no, well, why is that? So my idea is really simple, just a, a, a tracker that we can all see when we're logged in to see what ideas have been logged, what the feedback is. And most importantly, when there's a cash prize involved, who was the person that submitted it? So if you get a situation where two people have found the same site, who submitted who it first? first? Yeah. Exactly, and you, you get get away from any potential issues with people scrapping over the, the bounty. Very Fantastic. nice. Yeah. yeah, should be simple, hopefully. And uh, you know, Cam said it should be coming on board relatively soon. JB, who uh, uh, runs the bar division, uh, seems pretty keen on it as well. So we'll see what happens. Cool. Uh, right, first news story, I'll kick us off. Um, this one is not nice to report on and it's nothing to do with Brewdog. Uh, Heineken are reported to be buying 49% of Beavertown. They recently bought 49% of Lagunitas out in California and now they own 100% of Lagunitas. This is a really big deal. Uh, at the moment it's only rumours, uh, a lot of rumours that have been circulating for ages. The only tweet or only comment that uh, Beavertown have officially made was back on 25th of May and uh, in the constant speculation around the industry linking various craft breweries to buyouts from other larger breweries isn't something we want to comment on. We've learned to rise above the almost weekly rumours and focus on what we do best which is brewing beer that people love to drink. So the rumour is that um, Heineken are buying them and that they're not officially saying so because they've got the uh, Beavertown Extravaganza, which is, I think is a festival that they do, Andrew, do you know? Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's, it takes over a massive old printing works down, in, down near the Bermondsey Beer Mile, southeast London, and the, the line-up, I think it's probably only second to NBCC that Mickler do in Copenhagen in terms of scale and the, wow. the quality of brewers. It's, it's amazing. Have you been? I didn't go last year. No, right. um, it was. I'm from Glasgow, so was, I, I was. I was thinking about it, but if this happens, I probably wouldn't. It's. It reminds me of the Wicked Weed situation, where mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to support that, and I doubt most of the other brewers would. I. I have to say, I my involvement in um, or interest in Brewdog and the whole craft beer scene was kicking in around about the time of the whole Wicked Weed thing. So I came to that story a little late. But yeah, this one uh, to me, to my mind, this. If this turns out to be true, I it's it's going to send shockwaves through the whole industry because I've always thought of Beavertown as being one of the good guys and standing up for the we're never going to be you know we want to remain independent and everything, um, and especially to Heineken who I feel like are just doing dirty tactic after dirty tactic to try and disrupt the craft beer scene rather than you know just stick to what they do best, which is mass market drink. I think I think what you'll see is you'll probably hear the announcement after the event. It's the only way. It's the only thing they can do, if it's going to happen. Yeah, but the event's four months away. You know, it's September time, so that's a long time to keep that it under is. wraps. I guess we need to watch what Heineken say. Are they, are they publicly listed or not? They may have to do some disclosure stuff legally, so that may come out sooner. Uh, yeah, so um, I'm sure we'll all find out. But I can't blame Heineken. They they're seeing a threat coming in, and they've got the funds and the means to to nip it in the bud so they're just doing what they do um and if you're beaver town you know th- there's a lot of money coming in there do you cash out james and martin are really honorable in what they're doing within the industry but that's uh, a difficult one to say no to isn't it yes uh, right we've got some uh, breaking news breaking news <laughs> <laughs> we've really got to work on these sound effects yes do. bruce uh, just yesterday, uh, something was picked up by the local papers here in Aberdeen. Uh, what yep. can you tell us? Who likes beer? I like beer. We like beer. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> it, it played the next breaking news music. Carry on. Yes. So we all like beer, but who likes coffee? Do you like coffee? I like coffee. Andrew? Uh, no, but I like no, coffee shops. So. Oh, I like coffee shops. Well, breaking news, as of yesterday, they have got plans to create a coffee shop which has been recommended for approval in the square in Ellen. Um, they have submitted plans to Aberdeenshire Council to open a branch of... Now, no, bear with me on this. To uh, open a branch of the copy... The copy? Cop. <laughs> Jesus. Apothecary? Apothecary? What now? Right, it's A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y. I'm still none the wiser. Apothecary? Like a chemist? 
Well, there you go. I googled to find out what it meant. Now, that word is a term for a medical medical professional who formulates and dispenses materia medica to physicians, surgeons, and patients. What's that got to do with coffee? I think it's fancy. <laughs> I th- no, it is. It's completely fancy. So the plans have been lodged um, for the former Helping Hand store in Ellen. The coffee shop itself um, has got a branch in Udney, which um, would move this into the site after agreeing a deal with the beer giants. So the council officials have recommended the proposals and that it should be approved. Do you want, do you want to do with your door? <laughs> yeah, there's, apparently there's a pizza at the door. Right. All right. You can, you can chat with us and I'll go and get the pizza. Okay. <clears throat> I can pretty much tell you exactly what's happened here. Um, I know James d- did say that he really wanted to start supporting the local businesses in and around Ellen, um, but I'm fairly sure that he's been fed up with the fact that there's no uh, coffee, decent coffee <laughs> shops within easy reach. So uh, he's probably had a conversation with the owner and they're helping him out. So I, I think, as I understand it, it's uh, Brewdog are um, doing the maybe the building or doing the lease on the shop front, and then it's uh, coffee apocryphal. Ap- <laughs> Apothecary. What, whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever you just said, uh, they're the ones doing the uh, actual coffee shop side of it. So, yeah, so that's quite cool news. So, Brewdog are getting into coffee. Random. I have no further thoughts on that. I think it's a nice story that it's good to see the business given back to the local community. You know, it's nice Aye. to have some. You know, for Ellen, the Brewdog's going to be a massive employer now, it's going to be a major part of the town. So, it's nice that they can do something. Uh, that's more than just employing folk and having dog tap. Um, so I think it's a good news story. Brilliant. Yeah. Now, what have I missed? Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pizzas here, is it? Pizza's delivered, so that's fine. I'll get that in a minute. Excellent. Um, yeah, right. Let's move on and talk about fanzine. Um, issue number four of fanzine. Now, I've got a story about fanzine. Hold on. Hold on. I've got a story about... There we go. Uh, Andrew's got his can open. What is... Which can is... Oh... Oh, oh, hang on, that. hang on, it's going to bubble over. That's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. That's this is, uh, don't get it on the nice microphone. Um, it, this is Interstate, which is a Vienna lager, and uh, once the head goes down, I'll tell you what it's like. <laughs> do, do you want a flake with that? It's, oh, it's, my word. I, okay, no. I, pour, I poured that for audio effect next to the microphone. Just Fantastic. Bear, bear with me, bear with well, me. Bruce, my, what's your story my about story, fanzine? I signed up now after, after two fanzine issues I decided to go right I'm going to go all in and I'll, I'll sign up to it signed up to it and the very next day um, I signed up to it I lost my bank card and completely forgot about it and got a text from Stripe is it saying your card's been declined <laughs> because obviously I've cancelled my card completely forgotten to let them know and change it so I've, I've ah. missed out on this one as well so you didn't get five, yeah, you'll miss out on five. That was the payment was taken for that one this week. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, for folk who don't know what Fanzine is, it's uh, three um, small batch beers fresh from Brewdog every two weeks. Um, you sign up, it's like a little sort of fan club type thing. That's where the name comes from. Um, there's been a few uh, little issues. Uh, I'll come back to that. Uh, Andrew, how is that beer? Now, the, uh, now it's looking more drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> That was just to get through the foam. <laughs> it's um, it's a lager. It's it's biscuity. It's um, slightly hoppy. It's it's, it's perfectly pleasant. Excellent. It's, I do enjoy I love, lagers. You know that. Well, it's like this one's like what I found with a couple of the fanzine beers. They're they're solid, and you can see where they're going mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. But then hopefully by the time we get to number 10, 15, 20, it'll be absolutely game changing. Whereas this this is good. a good start. I'd say. Yeah, a um, couple of things I got to note here. I don't think we've talked about the scrapbook before. I think that was launched. That was launched when, before we did the last episode. So after we did the last episode, it was yeah. yeah the scrapbooks. It's just a, a nice, quick, and easy way for you to note down to yourself online which ones you liked and which ones you don't like. And I assume they will use that feedback um, when they're looking at going forward, rather than just seeing the ones that people shout about. Um, I have to give a quick mention to Chris, who runs the online shop. He's done me a massive favour this week. Long story short, I massively <laughs> screwed up. He's been a great guy, and he's sorted me out with the, the issue four, which I've missed out on. So I haven't got mine yet. So I'm a bit jealous, but it's on its way. Um, have you been in, right. Andrew? Have you been in from day one? On yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. It's it's been good. I've I've liked what's come out. There's been some beers I haven't thought much of, and there's been some that I've loved. But that's the whole do, point. Do you think it's worth the eleven quid? When you think about it, if, including postage, absolutely. You know, for a yeah. small batch, 
unique beers to your door, or in my case, to my desk. My colleagues think I've got a problem, but that's a different matter. Um, you know, it's it's. I, I don't think you can argue with that when when you look at it all in. I mean, the next beer I'm going to have once we're done today is a nine percent double IPA. I mean, that's superb. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you'd pay a fiver for a decent can of that somewhere anyway. I'll be, exactly. I'll be, I'll be honest. I was dubious initially, and I th- with the price and, and looking into it, I, I nipped into the kind of local off license where we have here, um, which is in Clarkston, and Clarkston. The, <laughs> yes, Clarkston, and uh, and the beers I got from there, the selection wasn't the greatest, but I paid more than eleven quid. Was it Maxwell's in Clarkston? Yes, it was Maxwell's in Clarkston. Oh, that's um, weird. That, that that place rings a bell. Picked up um, five beers, which eighteen quid or something like that. Were they and cold? Two were. All two, right, okay. Two, two were at the fridge. Mind you, this, the was, fridge. this this was at quarter to eight, fifteen minutes before closing. Okay, so good to know. But picked them up eighteen quid for for five beers. Now three beers, eleven quid. I would have paid. I would, I'd pay that. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to set up my my standing order again. Yeah, now there have been like quite a lot of issues. A lot of people on the forum, if especially on Twitter as well. I I glance over the Brewdog tweets and people, what people are tweeting them. Um, there's people who still haven't received the second one. I mean, that's you know been well over like five six weeks now. Uh, so I asked Cameron for some stats. Uh, there's over four thousand people subscribed, which I find got quite a staggering number. If if before I'd seen that, if I had to guess, I would have gone, yeah, it's probably four or five hundred. 4,000 the logistics then on getting those out to people well, and uh, on brewing it the logistics of brewing that as well how big's the pilot kit at what stage do they say actually it's it's now closed to new subscribers exactly and and, yeah. and the pressure on them to get these out in a timely manner you know what if it's not if beer's not quite right they can't not send things out it's it's quite something Three thousand, yeah, four thousand subscriptions. Uh, Cam did say uh, the European packages—they're going to be tracked from the next issue, uh, which will help massively because they—they they just seem to have vanished into bits of Europe. Um, and also, he wanted me to mention that uh, uh, the outstanding customer queries that pretty much all caught up on. So by the time you listen to this, if you're waiting for a reply and trying to work out what's going on, uh, give them another nudge because they are on top of things now. So I've just had a quick calculation there, and that's for four thousand people and for one from one beer, that's roughly about uh, over two thousand pints per brew. Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus a keg goes to each of the bars, doesn't it? As well. So yeah. Well, yeah, any overstock. I think that's the way they were doing it, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so. but they they get draft that's as well, don't they? So it's it's significant. That's what I'm saying. How much can yeah. they actually make of these? <laughs> Although they're getting forty four thousand pounds coming in every two weeks in order to make it happen. So you true. Know. Turn over yeah. all of site three to make fanzine. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent, Bruce. Next circus thingy. It says on the oh, rundown I love here. A What's circus. that? I love a circus. Really do. Love I know. I've seen you do magic acts and stuff. Carry on. No, that's terrible. That's something else. Anyway, so with this here, we've got the cinematic circus, and they're basically going to take Brewdog and set up a carnival in different places. Now, the first place they're going to go to is Dublin. Um, what they're going to have there is it's a carnival, super fresh craft beer, live music, street food, and a huge outdoor screen playing cult movies. So the first one. Saturday the 7th of July and in Dublin will there be a tiger I hope so will there be a bearded lady I don't hope so will there be a hall of mirrors this this isn't the greatest showman (laughs) come on this is quite so this is quite an interesting idea I mean this is not run of the mill brew dog fair this is something very different for this one in Dublin, they've yeah. got five bars with 120 taps of craft beer from, from Brewdog and invited breweries from Ireland. Have you guys got any idea at all what the craft beer scene is like in Dublin? I mean, oh. getting there. I mean, remember they had the Porterhouse came from Dublin initially and they've got one of the biggest bars in London now. And, you know, they've been delivering. Well, I've been in London seven years now and it's always been a good place to go. Um, Ireland in general, you've got Yellow Belly, got Galway Bay doing loads of good stuff. Yeah, Yellow Belly is fantastic. Yeah, and up north, Boundary and Mourn Mountains are doing some solid stuff as well. So it looks pretty good. There's a stout comes out of Dublin, I think, isn't there? Some black thing. Out there. 
rings a bell. Yeah, can't remember what it is. Can't remember what it is. Yeah. But the, um, the 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 local um, Clarkston shop that we had here um, had a, a, a is that night. Maxwell's. Yeah, funnily enough, yes, had oh, a, okay. a, an Irish beer tasting with different um, beers a few weeks ago. Oh, nice. I don't know how it went, but you know, yeah, we need to get Tom on. He can tell us all about it. He probably could. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but another thing is, and it's going to cost sixteen euro to get in. Okay, what's well, that in uh, in British money? That is about what twelve thirteen quid now. To oh, yeah. <laughs> twelve thirteen quid. Yeah, that's not bad at all. This is quite exciting. Where, so when so is, when is it, Bruce? Sorry, no, it's okay. No, it's basically it's going to happen on the seventh of July, Saturday, seventh of July. This is all very cool. I like this because this. I think this was the uh, answer to when the uh, AGM extra AGM thing was going to happen out in was it Norway? No, Sweden. Yeah. And that didn't come through. And then Cam said back, he said, don't worry, we've got some other plans. So um, this kind of sound, yeah, it just sounds great. I mean, See, for me, for me, the only thing that's it's weird for me, um, I, I'm happy with the music, the street food, but the, the cult movies on an on a outdoor screen, I, I just find if you want to watch a movie, you want to watch a movie. You know, I think I, you, you wouldn't be paying much attention though, would you? You know, you'd yeah. just, no, be I suppose. just be It's just a cool thing to have on. Yeah. Excellent. Right, now, what do you two both know about Angel? Probably more you on this one, Andrew. I think this is the third incarnation of um, Angel in London, isn't it? It is. So it started off, I believe, as Dog Eat Dog, which was a hot dog and uh, brew dog, a hot dog restaurant with a brew dog bar attached. Ah, um, right, I remember that, yeah. That stopped, and then it reopened again um, as sort of a, a street food market with Brewdog so they had a, a guest street food supplier every week uh, which then also didn't work out it was, it was down to the licensing ultimately this was a restaurant and Islington Council were adamant it would be a restaurant and finally at last Brewdog have convinced them that it'll do well as a bar uh, well that does explain a few things um, I'll come back to that just afterwards I, I put a shout out on the forums and um, if anybody was going and Michael Spillman Uh, He very kindly stepped up and called in for the uh, EFP preview night. So I've got his audio right here. Uh, Yes, uh, I'm Mike. I I live in northwest London, which for most people that don't know is just above Frinty Park. And I invested since EFP four. Now in my younger days, I used to So I'm at the uh, Brewdog Angel opening. It's uh, just on Essex Road, just up from Angel Tube Station in uh, London. Uh, this is the third time I've been here in their various guises, and it's now got its bar license. And so I'm here as a as a true pub. It's a fairly standard Brewdog bar layout with the industrial look. They put a lot of booths in since the changes of the restaurant setup they had. Uh, in the back right corner, they've got free homebrew kits where you can come and brew your stuff. And then it's a relatively small bar, only 14 taps across the across the bar there and a pizza, pizza oven only at the moment. So I'm just about to go back in for the uh, for the bar toast. There, there's loads of the staff around. It's the, they're more than happy to help. There's put some familiar places from the um, from the Seven Dolls opening. Some of the some of the regular bar opening staff from the from the marketing team and, and management. And there's Abby on the door. Brief introduction I have with one of the uh, one of the guys that's going to be running the homebrew. If you make a booking with him. Uh, they'll be providing hops and yeast. If you want to get the grain from them, they'll ring you up to find out what you, what sort of recipe you're going for. It's a batch kit that will boil 35 litres, so you end up with about 20 litres to take home in bottles after they fermented it in plastic barrels in their cellar for you. James has just appeared somewhere. And he's now James is now up on the bar. So, Thank, thanks for having me. I'm going to go see James finish off his toast and hopefully get some free beer. Now in my younger days, I used to 
There, there we go. So Excellent. that was uh, Michael. He did a grand job. Considering, he, again, just like with uh, Laura last time, he'd never done anything like that before. And he stood in the doorway with his phone in his hand with motorbikes passing in the background. So, <laughs> Mopeds. Yeah, pretty good. Um, but yeah, as you, as you heard there, he was just uh, saying, James was just, just as I was recording that with him, standing up on the bar yeah. uh, to do the toast. So he pinged me a couple of messages afterwards as he found a bit more uh, stuff out. So Jason Jason Pond, who's the head brewer from BrewDog, was also down there as well, which was quite a cool oh, nice. uh, addition to be there. Yeah, They toasted the bar with double A. The uh, that nine percent collab one that they've got on the go at the moment, which I've got a bottle of in the fridge, which yes. uh, I'm really I, looking I try, forward yeah, to. I tried that; it was beautiful. Yeah, um, and also this is quite a cool thing. So they uh, they actually brewed a beer, or they did a sort of impromptu mash tag thing, um, where basically everybody in the bar they did sort of yays and nay votes, uh, and they ended up starting a brew on a beer with a peak a peat smoked malt. Uh, they put in some amarillo hops. They added in a, a lambic yeast, which I thought was a bit uh, unusual to go in that mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and think that's going to be ready in about 12 weeks' time. For uh, It'd probably just be exclusive to that bar, obviously, because it's only a very small amount that they, you can make on those kits. But, yeah, quite a cool little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final thing was, uh, yeah, just that note about licensing. Um, no, you're not allowed outside after 8 o'clock. Ah, which, okay. In summer, that's a bit miserable. But hey, this is what BrewDog do. They work. They work with the council. People will see that no one's turning up, getting drunk and being stupid. Uh, you know, uh, and then hopefully they'll be able to get that increase till ten o'clock or something like that. I would guess. So, are the yeah. are the, are the, are the drinking laws different down in London than you're used to, Andrew? It's case by case. So yeah. I, I find it a lot less restrictive than the centre of Glasgow or um, what what's in Edinburgh, certainly what I've seen before. You know, there's, there's none of the no open containers on the street sort of thing. Um, I think it's just this venue, having gone from restaurant to bar, it's then another step to get a longer licence. It, it may struggle um, to an extent because London's quite weird. That It's one of the only places I've been where people will just stand on the street for two hours after work yeah. on a Thursday and Friday with a pint. And you can see that at Tower Hill. I was down last week and you had to fight through the crowds on the pavement. Um, but, you know, hopefully it's 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 a brewdog bar. It's a good product. It's good beer. It shouldn't hinder it too much. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Thanks again, Michael. Right. Um, let's do an advert. Okay, as mentioned at the top of the show, we've just launched our Patreon campaign. It's a cool way for you to tip us a couple of quid and keep the podcast on the air. We've had some fantastic support so far. In fact, we're very close to covering all the software costs of making the show. Now, if you visit patreon.com forward slash brewdognews, you can watch me in a wee video where I explain everything and show you how the podcast is put together. That video was put together by a friend of the show, Kev Mitchell. Uh, I felt it was only right to tell our listeners about some of the fascinating work that Kev and his company, Border Digital, do. But you've heard enough of my voice already in this show, so I'm going to hand over to Bruce for the moment. Kev Mitchell comes from a technology background. He's a coder, a team leader, a marketer. His work has evolved alongside technology, with a real passion in making things happen for both business and communities, including some of the world's biggest companies and sectors, two small but important niche businesses and communities. Now, with Border, there are three things that they now cover. They reach and nurture clients, communities, prospects and influencers across digital channels. They create content and targeted marketing. Their social media is specifically for driving goals and business growth. If you've got a project that you want to take to the next level, and if you've got a team that needs support in approaching digital marketing, content creation, or social media, then get in touch with Kev. Just Google Border Digital or Border.Digital or at BorderDGTL, just anywhere on the social medias, go and say hello. Thanks Bruce, we'll get that video posted on social media this week. Uh, but once again, if you feel you can support us in making this show, please visit patreon.com forward slash News. Right, on to the voicemails. We're keen to hear from you here on the BrewDog News podcast, uh, so please feel free to call us on 01224 518 and leave us a message. Uh, we've got three voicemails this week. Um, the first up is a rather unusual message uh, from someone called Watty from Old Meldrum. Aye, aye, BrewDog. No, 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 Daddy, That bloody tractor ruined again. Oh. Oh dear. That's uh, 
Oh, was that the first one? Yeah, I hope, I, I hope he, he's okay. He, he did send me another one. Uh, blimey. Um. Oi, oi, Brewdog News Podcast. What are you here for your Meldrum? We're a broken tractor. I was wondering if you could tell me fit the story as a hint as dog beers that come out every year. A, B, C, D, E, F, and no G. That would be smashing. Cheers, no. Bye bye. What the hell, doggy? Now, mess you made this tractor now. Oh, dear. What is that, a John Deere he's got? Ah, he loves his John Deere. Have you seen him on Twitter? Oh. What a, what a state he's got himself in. So, <sighs> so to translate for any of the listeners who don't understand, Doric, what is the, the dog series of, for Brewdog? Yeah, so uh, Andrew, I'll let you take this one. What is the dog series exactly? So it's basically Brewdog's birthday present to itself. So we're up to the, what's that, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, number seven in this series. And it basically takes what was abstract number four. So if you think we're up to, what, 24, 25 abstracts now? So way back in the, I think it was the autumn of 2010, Abstract 04 came out. And that was an imperial stout. It was made with cacao, with coffee, but also with Muscovado sugar. Yeah, it was great. Muscovado sugar as well. And the important thing was the habanero chili. So it had this lovely chili kick. It was a really punchy imperial stout. Um, So since then, Brewdog have made it every year in time for the AGM as their little birthday present to themselves. We're up to Dog G now, which is definitely Dog G. It's not Dog, like Snoop. And okay, yeah. <laughs> um, they've started barrel-aging it as well. So there's, there's a wee bit of debate. Was it better before it was barrel-aged? Is it better afterwards? But it, it delivers every year. It's punchy, it's boozy, it's chocolatey, and it's got a wee bit of chilli spice in it as well. I had an amazing night in London uh, when Ka- when Philly was managing the Camden Bar in London and she uh, cracked open a bottle of Dog E and it was just such a highlight of a lovely trip down to London. So, yeah. Imagine. Have you ever had any of the Dog Beers, Bruce? Yes, I, I've had, I think, if I remember correctly, I think I had Dog C. Brilliant. Um, really enjoyed it. No, no, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, no, I absolutely love them. They, along with the, the abstract ones, I think there's, of the abstract beers that I've had, there's only been one one of those I wasn't really keen on, but the dog yeah. the dog beers I've I've loved every single one of them. Excellent. Well, dog that's dog G available just now, I believe. So, yeah, cool, okay. very good. Hopefully that answers what he's questioning and he gets his tractor issue sorted out. So, <laughs> yeah, um, right. We've done the voicemail we've got here. This one's from Matt. Boys, how you doing? It's Matthew again. Quick question for you: What's your least favourite beer that you're still willing to drink? So it's the one that you don't turn your nose up completely, but it's not quite right. Cheers. Oh, so this is tough. Ooh. I, I'm not fussed. Let's see when it comes to beers. I'm not that bothered. Right? I will drink. Now, I posted something on the other day. with uh, It was um, a can of indie that I said, indie with a dash of lime and a lemonade. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but then, and then people jumped on it. Um, and I had to hold my hand up and say, no, I actually didn't do it. It was just to see, it was, uh, see who jumped in. But um, for What's me... What's that, a shindy? It was a shindy. <laughs> shindy. Uh, shindy lime. Um, I don't know. I would, listen, I'm, I go to people's houses and people offer me a drink and I'll just take whatever they give me. You just, so you're saying you'll just literally drink anything. Is yeah, that it? Near enough, near enough. Yeah, I, I think for me, probably... If if there ever was really an issue with the punk around at my local, I probably would go. Have, I would have a Maltzmiths, the Heineken fake craft beer. Would I probably you? would, if I'm being honest, yeah, because you know I still want an IPA. I just would hate myself in the morning for doing it. What about you, Andrew? It's it's a. I'm, I'm trying to think. It's probably one of those fake craft brands, you know, Green King do them quite a lot down here. Yeah. I forget what they're yeah. called. Um, I did, I had one of their laggers against my will and that was grim that I couldn't finish that. But a couple of the IPAs they're they're just really bland. They're, bland. they're just mm-hmm. unexciting. And you, it's, if I, I don't want to sound too bake off about it, but they're just not worth the calories these days <laughs> and not worth the ABV. So it, it's yeah, but I tolerate that or something like something like a Peroni, which you get for five pound a bottle in all the pubs down here, and it's it's pretty bland, but it's a wee bit nicer than Carling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair point. Well, I hope that answers your question, Matt. 
Right, gentlemen, it's uh, Cicero and CBS puzzle time. Here's the music. Um, yeah, so Michael, you can actually, Michael, Andrew, you can actually join in on this because uh, you have recently done your uh, Cicero and CBS, haven't you? I did. That was um, how I spent my bank holiday Monday. Oh, wow. So, in theory, then, you should be able to answer all these questions. Um, <laughs> He's going to answer them all right because um, is this something I should have read about? Yeah, you s- remember, you were supposed to do study section one of the oh, Cicero and Seacraft. Yeah, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Server. Have you done it? Yeah. You have? <laughs> when you say yeah, do you mean... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll give it a go. Bruce, question one. <laughs> question one. Starch is converted in sugars... Start that again. Question one. Starch is converted into sugars mm-hmm. for the yeast to eat. True. Correct. Oh, where's my ding? My ding didn't work. Hey. There we go. <laughs> Andrew, question two. Malted barley is dried, soaked, and dried again before being used in the beer making process. True. Correct. Bruce, the colour of malt is measured using the S and M scale. False. Correct. It's the standard reference method, not the S and M scale. That's right. I knew that. Andrew, rice is also used to brew beer. (laughs) He's like looking at Are we talking about, is this the right thing to do or does it happen? Does it happen? Yes. Correct. You can brew beer using rice. Bruce. I knew that. Hops are the female flower taken from the vine of a hop plant. See, in these, this deal, this deal of like gender equality, does it matter? Does it matter? <laughs> True or false, Bruce? False. Correct. It's not taken from the vine of the hop plant. It's taken from the bine of the hop plant. The what? The bine. B-I-N-E. Andrew. The hop cones are sometimes called Katniss. False. Correct. Not like catnip. They're called catkins. Bruce. The longer hops are included in the boil when brewing a beer, the sweeter the beer. Oh, I should know this. You should know this because you've read your CBS section true, one. True, true, true. Wrong. Oh, the longer you leave the hops in the boil, the, the bitterer less. the beer. Oh, it's more bitter. Andrew, ale yeast tends to sit at the top of a fermentation vessel. 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 True. It is true. Well done, sir. You really have done your homework. And is that Bruce. the end of it? Oh no. No, we're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving everybody an understanding of the kind of things you'd learn if you did your CBS exam. Question nine. Mm. It's only two more. Wild yeast, when brewed in sour beers, can give off a flavour described as horse blanket. Can you put the beat machine on for a minute? No. Um, no. no. I should know this. No, I don't. I don't, I don't know, actually. I don't know this, but I'm going to say false. Nope, it's, it's true? true. Yep. I've never licked a horse blanket. And your last one, Andrew, for the win. I think you've already won anyway. Yep. Uh, the minerals in water are used for the minerals in water used for brewing have an impact on the flavour. True. I knew Correct. That. I knew that. Burton pale ales, for example, are only brewed in that area thanks to the water that is in that area. So oh, there we go. Excellent. Yeah. There thanks, gents. There you go. Brilliant. Well so, done. Section um, two next time. Yes. So we're going to move on to section two of the uh, beer server book next episode and if you would like to join us along with hundreds of other EFPs all studying hard to get Cicerone certified well Cicerone bar certified uh, then visit the Brewdog blog scroll to the article on Cicerone it is limited to 1000 EFPs but spaces are still available and the online exam is available to reduce price just now especially for equity punks excellent 
Yeah, there we go. Right, let's crack on with the news. First up, I did a thing on the forum. I also posted it on the iHardcoreU uh, Brewdog Facebook group a while ago about um, holders for the uh, visas, the passports. Because I'm a little bit worried about mine getting dropped in beer and ripped and everything. Uh, the good news is that uh, there have now been mock-ups of some different types of visa holder posted by Brewdog themselves on yep. the forum. And I think that means they're very close to production. So, a bit of a win there. Well done, Rob. Uh, well done. Which one did you vote you. for? Which one did you vote for? I like the one with the big, bold Brewdog logo, but oh. everybody else wanted the subtle one. So The subtle one um, would be re-embossed, but... Yeah, a little. Yeah, it's, much it's, nice. yeah, much yeah. Nice. Cool, uh, Andrew. Uh, Wings Wednesday. This one is your one. So Wings Wednesday is all about your buffalo chicken wings or your buffalo cauliflower. Those there cauliflower is no wings. such thing about cauliflower wings. Cauliflowers don't have wings; they don't fly. Um, so, just <laughs> can we clear that one up from the outset? <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen a flying cauliflower. I'm not sure I'd want to see a flying cauliflower. To be honest, that would be just a little bit weird. Anyway, <laughs> once you've caught your flying cauliflower, um, you take its wings off, and either, as I say, the buffalo chicken wings or the buffalo cauliflower are available on a Wednesday in Brewdog bars. All you can eat. Um, pricing. All you can eat. Oh. All you can eat. Pricing ranges depending on geography. It seems to be about ten pounds outside of London. Places like. Lothian Road in Edinburgh. Um, Seven Dials in central London are doing it for £12 per person. Um, and you sign up either on the bar's own website pages or via email, or they all seem to have Facebook events as well for this. So stuff yourself with wings every Wednesday. Oh, so, yeah, am I right in thinking you can't you can't just turn up, can you? You've got to book in advance, I believe. Yeah, you've got to sign up ahead of time because, let's be honest, if you've eaten that many wings, they probably need to buy them in. Excellent, Bruce. You looking forward to the World Cup? I like the World Cup. I like I like football. Football's all right. Yeah, but I do like I do like the World Cup. I do like Brew Dog, but I would go and watch it at another bar because obviously Brew Dog don't show. F- oh, hold on. Ah, it's almost <laughs> like we did this whole thing looking about the fact that there's now a discussion in the forum on whether Brew Dog bars will be showing yes, the World Cup games. A big dis- a big discussion's going on just now. Um, now, I have to admit, when I first saw this, I'm like, oh, no, no, please, I don't want, like, the bars taken over with, like, football, you know? But it's not that it's case, It's still going to happen, no, because what they're going to do is they're only going to show it in bars that have got secondary areas. So the bars that they've got are Castlegate downstairs, Lothian Road in the garage, Shoreditch downstairs, Reading upstairs, Camden downstairs, Soho downstairs, Tower Hill in the games area, York in the back room, uh, Bur- Birmingham downstairs, Leeds North Street downstairs, Leicester upstairs, and Brussels in the back room. My opinion, I think it's a great idea. I think it's um, a lot of craft drinkers are football fans, but to have that separation and to not have—I mean, it would be a nightmare if every single bar showed it. It would, yeah. it would, it would be horrendous. But to have that separation is is a it's a good idea, and for for them to do it only for the World Cup games, I think is. A, a good move because they're free to air as well. Yeah, so, I also feel from a you know from a business point of view, if you completely ignore the World Cup, then you know you're just doing yourself out of money because it is one of the reasons a lot of people will go into a, a pub where they wouldn't normally around at that time of year. So, I think one yeah. of the figures they, they said that the drop off on revenue was about thirty percent during the World Cup. Wow, are you into football, Andrew? I, I watch bits and pieces. I think for the London market. This is quite an interesting one because with the Draft House acquisition, Brewdog has a fleet of sports-ready sports bars. bars. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe not traditional sports bars, but I mean, I watched the Six Nations on a couple of the Saturdays in the Draft Houses before uh, before Brewdog bought them. They're good venues. So, my only concern is that you know the the Brewdog bars have their uniqueness is about the beer. So where there's a doubling up with the draft houses, I don't see the need, but it's worth trying. Mm. If those bars that are showing it can reverse the downward trend that we saw during the last Euros, which I guess is the last data point, then fair enough. Um, right, Dog Tales, uh, the little magazine, um, not even little, it's quite a big, uh, the Equity Punk Dog Tales. This is uh, Cameron, uh, I think, overseas putting this together. Uh, it's a great wee uh, PDF uh, that you get in your inboxes. If you haven't received it, uh, drop them an email, let them know, make sure you're still on the mailing list. 
Um, loads of really pretty photos that people have taken over the last month uh, in there. Lots of updates on the bars. Um, pretty much a lot of the stuff that we talk about here, but some of the things go into a lot more depth. So, yep, check your inboxes. Keep an eye out for dog tales if you've not got it. Um, ping Brewdog an email cool. and let them know. They'll add you back on the mailing list. So, yeah. Yeah, Andrew, you've got the next one. Uh, DIY dog. If no, if someone's never heard of DIY dog, tell them what it is and tell them what's happened. So it's it's this is all about who Brew Dog are and what they do, and it's not about corporate secrecy and hiding things away. Brew Dog publish every recipe for every beer they've ever done on their website, and last time around they did it. They actually did a printed book as well. So anyone anywhere in the world can go to the BrewDog website and download the recipe for the beer so they can homebrew it themselves. And since the first iteration of DIY Dog came out, we've seen some good examples on the forum of people who've given them a go. Uh, Doodlebug, if you remember Doodlebug from two, two and a half years yes. ago, that was particularly popular, sort of a, a 2% um, light session pale ale that... I miss, I think it was a great beer. Um, what I really like about it this time around is now you've got the Angel Bar with homebrew kits there. How cool would it be to go in with a BrewDog recipe and brew your own version of an old beer on a BrewDog kit with BrewDog yeah, staff? Like original punk or, you know, just having that, that would be fantastic. Nice. I tried it myself a couple of years ago. There's there's a, the business You Brew down in Bermondsey um, and they let you rent kit and oh. brew with your friends but it got a bit chaotic and it's quite a big time commitment in the end so i'd be keen to see how this works in angel and if that gets rolled out to other bars the concept could be pretty cool to tie in with diy dog so yeah, i'm excited to see it in, sorry andrew is that not going to happen in glasgow soon with the, the yeah the venues. bar down the east end isn't it? it's going to be yes. a this sort of thing i believe the so pop, yeah the pop-up um porter cabin type thing yeah from what from what i've read yeah that's that's certainly on the cards Cool. cool. I remember I got the DIY dog last year. I got the printed version. And I remember sitting in flagship and just, you know, flicking through it. I was chatting with a few folk about it. It is fascinating to me. And this is, I think, one of the greatest things about craft beer is you go back in time. Okay, so you flick to halfway through the book because they're in kind of a chronological order. And it's amazing. You go, I remember that beer. And then I remember where I was what mm. I was doing when I was drinking it, when I tasted it, and all these memories came flooding back, and it was really cool. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to be having a look through this. It is completely free to download. It's the keys to the kingdom, as James Watt puts it, putting all their recipes out there. But It's completely up to date as well, because it's got all the the international Hello, My Name is series from the tail end of last year. It's nice. got the first few fanzines yep. as well. Um, very, you remember there was some barrel-aged Hazy Janes as well a couple of months back. So, yeah, completely up to date. So it's it's, it's a great thing for, for all the beer fans to take a look at. Um, right. Sticking to our remit of uh, being independent from BrewDog so we can say what they want, what we want, I just want to say, dear people at BrewDog, okay, I've realised a lot of work has gone into doing these Chaz Hogan videos, okay? Has it? Has there been a lot I mean, of work? But they, you've, got, you've still got to write a script, you've got to film, but you've got to edit it, you've got to get music, you've got to do all this stuff. And the thing is, it's just not funny. It's just not... The joke isn't working. So hopefully, yeah, they can turn it round and make it better. That's my negative... Uh, Andrew, have you, you any opinion of this? Uh, not too dissimilar from, from yeah. what's been said. <laughs> yeah. It's... I think if I was being kind, it's somebody's tried out the idea, and the senior staff member who is acting out the role seems to be having a great time doing it. So I'm really pleased for him. That's very, very diplomatic. diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> Super excellent. Um, very quickly, I need to do the competition draw. We did. Uh, we put a competition up. We we're trying to increase our listener numbers uh, <laughs> by uh, getting people to. Uh, Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. It worked really well. Uh, I've put all the names in a hat here. So I am now going to delve in and pull out a winner. So, a drum roll. Is that an actual hat? No, it's not an actual hat. It's just a bowl. Oh. There we go. And, uh, yep, the winner is Ross Webster. Yay! Yay! 
Right, Ross, we'll, uh, I'll be in touch with you via the forum. I think you are on the forum as well, but I'll find you on social media anyway and let you know. So, brilliant. Um, new feature, because we're not doing the pub quiz anymore, because it was rubbish. Uh, Bruce, you're going to be doing a bad joke of the week. I said I'll do just because I'm a dad. You know, it doesn't mean all my jokes are going to be Give bad. us a dad joke. Give, go on then. Give us, well, a, give us a joke talking, of the week. As we were talking earlier on about the um, cinematic circus, I thought, here we go. Right, you said, did you hear about the fire... At the circus. No. It was intense. Oh, oh my god. <sighs> is, is this going to be the level? No, you just asked for a bad joke, and I, just, I thought it was quite good. Yeah, but not that bad. Oh, okay. I'll, 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 I'll try and get better next week. Yeah. Is that going to make the edit? Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh. Okay, that's it for this podcast. We'll be back next week with a bonus episode. We're going to be catching up on some of the other stories that we had to leave out from this week's show. Don't forget, we've now launched the Patreon campaign and we need your help to keep this show on the air. Please visit patreon.com forward slash news for all the details and the cool, you can see the cool video that Kev from Border Digital helped us put together. Let's give everybody a chance to say where you can be found online. First yourself, Andrew. You can get me on the Equity Punk Forum. I'm, I just go by Andrew. There's Andy's and other Andes but I'm the Andrew um, so find me there you also find me in person at Beatnik so come and say hello oh Beatnik yes I'm coming up for that yes you are uh, Bruce where can people find you uh, anywhere you see Brula food but um, other than that I'll be at Beatnik as well excellent uh, you can find me at Sunscream S-U-N-S-C-R-W-E-M on the Twitter the same on the forums you can also find out my day job by visiting robertcooper.xyz that's it for this week send us a voicemail to our local rate number 01224 518501 you can email us studio at brewdognewspodcast.com we're on facebook at facebook.com forward slash brewdognewspodcast and our twitter is at brewdognews show notes and past episodes are always available on our website at brewdognewspodcast.com don't forget to subscribe to the show to make sure you get the latest episode as soon as they're available the links are on the website have a great week everybody bye see you later see ya